Welcome to the Rawway Rising Podcast. I'm Mark Harivna, and I've been writing about downtown redevelopment in Rawway for years. Think of this as an audio complement to the blog, so now you can listen to rawwayrising.com. And don't forget to rate the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It will help others find the show. You can also leave a message, ask a question, or just provide some feedback using the message button. Welcome to episode 14 of the Rawway Rising podcast. It's our uh, first episode in March and uh, our first probably in, I think, uh, two weeks or so. So we've got a few things to catch up on. We've had a, a very busy end of the uh, end of the month in February, had posted about four uh, posts one week, followed that up uh, with the beginning of March with a few more. So lots to catch up on, namely the pizza poll results, massive interest in this year's poll, judging by the page views. Just blown away by how many people have uh, have checked out the results, and uh, in th- this year's poll, um, there were 115 votes cast, a little bit less than the 145 that were cast in the last poll in 2019. But there's a clear top tier of pizza royalty in Rawway. Nancy's ha- Townhouse took back its crown from Il Forno Allegna. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, in in the last pizza poll, Il Forno in 2019 had won, but now the roles reversed. And, but they still kept with about the same, uh, the same number of votes uh, between them. The two were far ahead of the pack of other pizza places. They nabbed 62% of the votes combined between the two of them. But uh, Nancy's edged out Il Forno by about uh, six votes in the final uh, standings. There was a tie for third place between Plum Tomato and Tony's Pizza Cafe. Both of them finished with 13%. Um, and also check out the, the blog post. Uh, in uh, February 25th for the final results and all the uh, all the details on that. There were two votes for, for other on the category, so my, uh, my apologies, uh, apologies that I, I must have missed someone uh, that wasn't listed in the options. I realized as soon as I had written up the results uh, of the poll that two places uh, that weren't listed actually do have options for pizza. One is Pinata's Grill, where the old Ted's Pizzeria was on Whittier Street. They have pizza specials on the menu. And also Chicken Delight on St. George's Avenue, I realized, lists pizza on their menu. So we'll have to include them for uh, the next pizza poll. And just as our poll had wrapped up, New Jersey Monthly put out its March issue with a cover story of uh, featuring a guide to the best pizza in New Jersey. They estimate some 2,000 pizzerias in New Jersey, but somehow missed out on um, some of these gems we have in Rawway. Not one of the pizza places that uh, they mentioned were from Rawway. Um, but I'll tell you, I remember a lot, the first time I had walked into Nancy's townhouse, that was a revelation. I grew up on pretty typical doughy, greasy pizzas, the kind you, you fold and the cheese oozes off the front. Um, we would visit my grandparents in Jersey City, and almost every time, invariably, my grandmother or grandfather would give us a dollar to go get pizza. And that's, that's all I knew about pizza. So when I first walked into Nancy's, A, it was like a time machine. I loved the decor and the retro vibe. That was as much a part of the experience as the food. But uh, then I also had the pizza, and it was like almost eating like it on uh, on a cracker. I don't think I'd ever had thin crust before, so it was really something else uh, for the for the first time. And it's it's truly an institution in Rawway. I'm glad that that they haven't changed that place very much over the years. And admittedly, I have been to every I have not been to every pizza place in Rawway. I'm a little embarrassed to say that I haven't yet been to Il Forno, despite the positive reviews that I've heard. 
I also need to get over to Tony's Pizza Cafe. That's one of the places I drive by on the way to downtown or to meeting. So I'll have to, I'll have to make amends for that in the coming year. And if you haven't, get out there and try the pizza places and support them. They need it this year, I bet. And, and next year, you'll have a truly informed vote on the Rawley Rising Pizza Poll. Thanks for uh, to everybody who voted and participated. Be sure to uh, make some uh, make a comment on the blog or on the podcast. Uh, let me know why you voted the way you did or who's your favorite and why and, and your experiences with pizza places in Rawley. The coffee is always on at Mr. B Printing. With an average of 500 projects a month, they have to keep up. Mr. B Printing can get it all done for you without breaking the bank. Whether it's graphic design or mailing services, they can take care of all your printing needs. Banners, business cards, brochures, labels, signs, or stationery. And don't take my word for it. If you've seen the RawwayRising.com stickers, you know how good their work is. Mr. B Printing is family-owned and operated and proud to be part of Rawway for the past 30 years. For more information, go to MrBprinting.com or call 732-396-3990. That's 732-396-3990. Last week, we launched a new poll for March, What's Your Favorite Soup in Rawway? The poll piggybacks off the Rawway Soup Stroll, in which participating restaurants offered a sample of soup on each Saturday in January. The event was sponsored by the Rawway Arts and Business Partnership. We've added a few other options to the polls, but you folks who took part in the soup stroll can help us out with your experience. Be sure to vote in the poll and comment if you'd like or leave a message on the podcast. What I like about the soup poll this year is that it includes a wide range of eateries. You've got sit-down restaurants, takeout places, and everything in between, including pizza joints. In fact, Il Forno has taken the lead so far after about 33 votes cast in the first week of the poll. In all, there are about 24 options to choose from, so uh, everyone can find their, what they like, I think, in all the alternatives out there, all kinds of different soups. Check it out uh, on the blog and, and cast your ballot. The redevelopment agency has submitted an offer for one of the six Essex Street homes included in the concept plan for the Bridgeview project. The agency also identified a potential site for PSE&G to relocate its substation. Owners of that identified property will be put in contact with the utility so they can have discussions between themselves. Acquisitions will be funded through an escrow by the developer's Tesla redevelopment. The Bridgeview concept proposes 300 units across two buildings on the block surrounding Clarkson Place, Monroe, Essex, and Bridge Streets across the river from downtown. Rawway Chamber of Commerce offers its members opportunities to develop, promote, and pursue their business interests. The Chamber fosters a healthy economic environment and promotes the benefits of Rawway businesses to residents, surrounding communities, and the public at large. Among its many activities, the Chamber offers business grants, sponsors Rawway Day each May, and supports high school senior scholarships. Become a member today. Visit RawwayChamberOfCommerce.com or email info at rawaychamberofcommerce.com. Phase 2 of the Doorknock 2 project will head to the planning board likely later this month on March 23rd. Phase 1 of the Doorknock 2 project was the Mint on Monroe and Main Streets. The 116-unit complex opened in January of 2020. It uh, included five stories of one- and two-bedroom and studio apartments 
uh, as well as ground floor parking for 119 cars and about uh, just over 2,000 square feet of commercial space. Phase two of the project will be for the north building that spans Main Street at Pop Poplar Street and up along Monroe Street up to the Gramercy. The Gramercy is a 42-unit development with ground floor commercial space at the corner of East Cherry and the extension of Monroe Street. That five-story building opened in 2018. Housing inventory continues to be at historically low levels, not just in Rahway, but also in New Jersey and the nation as a whole. COVID-19 impacted the housing market in 2020, but even before the shutdown, there weren't enough houses for sale to meet buyer demand, according to Audra Locasano, a broker associate at Remax Select. She's also vice president of the Rahway Chamber of Commerce. The total number of houses sold has declined in the past three years in Rahway, and so has the average days on market, while the sales-to-list-price ratio has increased, eclipsing 100%. In December, there were only eight homes listed for sale in Rahway. That jumped to 24 in January before dropping back to 13 in February. Inventory also hit a three-year low of eight in April, just as the COVID-19 pandemic ramped up. Inventory in Rahway has been relatively low the past four to five years, continuing a trend of a seller's market, she said. In normal years, inventory hits its annual low point right around now in February and starts the trend up. And just as we had posted this story in February, NG.com also reported on quote-unquote ridiculously low housing inventory across New Jersey. There were 23,000 single-family homes, townhouses, and condos available for sale in January of this year, and that's almost half as many as in January of 2020. That caused the median sales price for a single-family home to rise to $505,000, 22% more than a year ago. If you find rawwayrising.com valuable, there's any number of ways you can support the site. You can sign up to make a monthly contribution to support the podcast through anchor.fm. There's also Patreon, where you can contribute monthly or annually, and you also get exclusive and early access to some content. There's also a PayPal portal on the homepage where you can make a one-time contribution if you prefer. And of course, you can advertise on rawwayrising.com. Just visit rawwayrising.com backslash advertise with rawwayrising. City Council will next meet on Monday. That's tomorrow, March 8th. A little exclusive content for you podcast listeners. There's a few things on the agenda that will probably make the blog in the coming days or weeks. For one, a handful of Esterbrook Avenue properties will be studied to determine if they qualify for redevelopment. That's a resolution that City Council is likely to vote on tomorrow. Also, the proposed Special Improvement District budget, which funds the Rawi Arts and Business Partnership, will be amended and voted on. You can be sure to check those out in the coming weeks on the blog. Also this week, the Rawi Arts and Business Partnership is scheduled to meet Thursday. That's uh, March 11th at 6.30. Both those meetings will be uh, taking place via Zoom. Check out the links in the story notes to access uh, access those Zoom links. And that's about it for this episode, episode 14. Thanks for listening. Make sure you vote in the current soup stroll, uh, pardon me, the, the current uh, favorite soup in Rahway poll. There's a lot of options out there. And uh, be sure to mention why you voted the way you did in the comments or maybe on the podcast. Leave a message uh, and let us know. But uh, otherwise... That's it for this episode, and we'll uh, talk to you next time.
on the Raleigh Rising podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode. Remember to rate the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave a message, ask a question, or just let me know what you think by using the voice message button. And if you find RobbieRison.com valuable, please support the podcast through Anchor FM, Patreon, or check out the advertising page on RobbieRison.com. We'll see you next time.